Physicians Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kuttner, and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast will help you find ways to live a more authentic life. Every week, I have guests on the show from yoga teachers to meditation instructors, everyone to help you feel like the best you. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Today on the podcast, I sit down with Christy Malloy, who's a health coach. She helps women and families become the healthiest and happiest versions of themselves through nutrition and lifestyle guidance. I loved my conversation with Christy, and I hope you do too. I was actually talking to a yoga teacher this morning, and we're talking about how yoga is the union of like your mind, body, spirit, and union is connection. Everything is connected everything is integrated. So if you're not feeling connected and integrated, of course you're going to be suffering. And I think, you know, a lot of the pivots that are happening are just forcing us to be more human in some ways. Like, right. yeah, we have technology and that's not necessarily human, but the human parts are like eating dinner with your family. Yes. Realizing there's some stuff that's wrong with the world. Like yeah. just waking up to all of Waking it. up for sure. I think, you know, eating at lot it was forcing people to learn how to cook their own food and I think some people still ordered out you know in support of their local businesses and things like that which is great but for the most part I think people started eating at home more which is way better for your health and I think there are definitely some restaurants or cafes that have that intention so when I was upstate last week there was this little cafe and it was they had the most amazing like salads and wraps on the menu and they have so many vegan and gluten-free options but it was made with all farm fresh food all local food and i don't eat a ton of eggs but if i do i make sure that they're like the right farm fresh is always the best way the food tasted so good there's just a difference when it's made with tlc and Mm -hmm. thoughtful ingredients Mm -hmm. and whole ingredients clean ingredients rather than just getting things off the grocery store shelves and I think that that's like such a, a main point too of when you're going out to eat. A lot of places are just banging out orders and, yeah. you know, this is how we eat. And then I think you're not paying attention to what you're eating when you're out because they're bringing you food, you're socializing. And while that is fun and like socializing and going out to eat is great for your soul. Yeah. If you're doing it all the time, it's really hard to be mindful mm-hmm. and careful about what you're eating. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I'm like, you know, don't knock the social experience. It's that whole point of like, where is your food coming from? Like be conscious. I think like the biggest pieces that we've been talking about are like slowing down and being conscious. Yeah, and slow food. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be fast. I mean, you can cook a healthy meal fast. (laughs) That's fine. But the whole concept of, you know, you want to go get fast food really quick. Some people have no choice and that's fine. And there are definitely some moments where you make these choices and you, you're eating something that's not the best for you and you have no choice. That's what needs to happen. And that's fine. You know, you can't beat yourself up. I must think that's a toxic yeah. thing, a toxic yeah. trait to, to beat yourself up. For, sure. for the day to day, we should be controlling what we're eating and knowing what we're eating, where it's coming from. And slow food is the best food. It should be tasted and smelled. And even while you're cooking it, I'm always tasting my ingredients as I go. Mm -hmm. And just truly enjoying that experience. Make it 
yeah. mindful experience. Oh my gosh, yes. I I love a good cooked meal. I personally like cooking for myself. It's, right. it's part of my self-care. I like to eat yummy food. Yeah. Who I love that it's part of your self-care. And yeah. Then, um, so many of us are like having a bad day. And we're like, self-care, I need ice cream. And while the ice cream is like really delicious for your taste buds, on the days where I feel like I need ice cream, mm-hmm. those are the days where I'm like, I'm going to make myself a really yummy shake instead. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have ice cream, not when I feel like, oh, I need ice cream because your body is not feeling great and your mind's not feeling great. You need nutrients. You need things that are whole food. Mm-hmm. You can totally make delicious treats at home with real food. What I've noticed a lot lately is how connected, like, my mental health and my gut health is. Yes, because it's so real, and I just really want to shine some light on it, because if your gut is all messed up, like, you are going to be suffering from anxiety, and, like, it's not a healthy state to be in. It's a vicious cycle of what you're feeding your gut, how it's feeding your brain. If you picture just, like, a circle with arrows going around and around in your body, Mm -hmm. the good things that you're putting in your stomach, you're allowing the good hormones and the happy hormones to come out and play. And then Mm -hmm. your brain is doing what it needs to do and everything's functioning, you know, harmoniously. You know, you're putting poison in your body and then your brain is feeling like crap, you know, and I think your gut is feeling like crap and then your brain is feeling like crap. And that's literally what will be happening. The other part of it is when you're feeling bad, a lot of the times you're craving the sweets and the bad carbs because you want that dopamine. So it's like, you're feeling low, you're feeling negative. You want that hit. So like when you have something delicious, your reward system kicks in in your brain, the dopamine. Mm -hmm. So you eat those delicious things and now your receptors are going off and you're feeling happy, but then now your gut's not. But because your gut's not in good standing. So it is like a really vicious cycle, but I always try to flip it like, Let's have a virtuous cycle. Let's start fueling our gut with the really good things. Mm-hmm. Then our brain will be functioning great. And we can control when we want to eat something sweet rather than letting those cravings come from a place of like autopilot. Yeah. You don't want it to come from a place of autopilot. You yeah. want it to come from a place of like, oh, wow, I love chocolate. And I'm going to sit down and enjoy that chocolate. You're eating it. And sugar is totally addictive. <laughs> Oh, for sure. It's like cocaine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it totally is. And, you know, there's room for everything. I'm not one that's ever going to tell you, like, you need to cut it out forever because I also think that's not realistic for the life that we live because we are social creatures. We do like to go out to eat and have, like, a dessert at dinner with our friends and family, and that's great. But you have to have the bulk of your lifestyle be holistic mm-hmm. when it's, like, with nutrition and with other things to make you feel good. That way, you know, it's coming from a place of like true desire and indulgence rather mm-hmm. than autopilot and, you know, cravings because you're not sleeping well with cravings. Because oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. This deprivation. Yes. Like you're obviously going to be craving energy when you don't have energy. Exactly. And that's what happens when you don't heal yourself through proper sleep. You're going to crave things to keep your body awake. But if you just get proper rest, you're going to have so much energy. Or if you move your body, you're going to have energy. When I'm tired, not to cut you off, but I mean, it's so funny because my son is too. So, you know, the the lack of sleep has been prevalent the last two years. And like, he's a good sleeper, but all of the good sleepers still have their 
phases and our bad moments. And I just remember that whole, the newborn phase when like, I was just super tired because I was nursing and like, even if he would sleep, you're still up during the night. Mm-hmm. I create sweets. Like, yeah. it was like not even something I was imagining. I mm-hmm. craved them. Like I oh, wanted yeah. it. And normally I'm very good at sleep. So it was the first time in forever that I actually saw what it's like to be like truly sleep deprived oh, yeah. and how the cravings impact you. But I can tell you firsthand, it is not made up. So a lot of us are not sleeping. We're not prioritizing our sleep. We're going to bed super late and, or we're on our phone super late and that's messing up the way we sleep. Yeah. So even if you technically think like you're in bed, but you're on your phone, like that's not good. As much as food is my life and food is the forefront of everything, sleep comes first. That is my number one thing. If I'm not sleeping, I'm not well. Oh, I can so relate to that. You know, like I'm obviously somebody who's cared about their health for a very long time, but there were periods of time when I wasn't getting good sleep. And there are various factors involved in that. And some things, you know, like aren't in your control, like you had a baby, of course, like your sleep staying yeah. hit by that. Like I was moving and going through a really stressful time. And yeah, my, my sleep took a hit. And I knew, I I can only speak from experience. I was craving all the things. Exactly. And I was really cranky and I was really emotional. I just am so Super emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it all ties back into that holistic approach to, you know, feeling good and feeling great and living your best life, really. Yeah. Like, living your best life is not being on a yacht and drinking <laughs> champagne. Living your best life is feeling so good from the inside out. Yeah. And really living that. Yeah. And working on that. But that's this podcast. That's why, you know, in the caption, when I was thinking about what to write, I was like, this is really about living your best life you can. So everybody who can speak to this is a guest. So if you have a tip or a solution that really like helps people feel more connected to their natural state, live better, healthy living, vibrant living, feeling on top of the world, and all of this stuff is so proven. Like it's not like I have to throw all the research out there even though it's there. Like this stuff is proven. Meditation helps you feel better. Like eating nutritious food that you know where it comes from is so like you feel the vitality I love that word too vitality because it is true I was so happy today my sister she has um, a little baby and a two-year-old and I went there today um, to hang out but I brought her this awesome salad and she's not like the most um, adventurous eater and it wasn't anything super crazy but yeah she was like so what is this and it was quinoa with chopped kale and scallions and edamame and yeah. it's like a really yummy salad mm-hmm. um, and as she was eating it she was like this is so satisfying like Aww. thank you so much for bringing me this and in my head I'm like this is all whole food like everything in there was either organic or straight from the farmer's market right here from the turn my house yeah. and it's that is the way we have to be eating nourishing food that makes you feel that vitality. People are going to McDonald's, they think it tastes so good. Your taste buds are manipulating and that is doing nothing to fuel your body, which is why I'm really big on wholesome eating for me, but also for Jack, my little one, because I want his taste buds to be developed. Yeah. So many kids and little ones are eating a lot of processed stuff. Yeah. And now their taste buds are used to that taste of processed food. It's a very different taste. Yeah. And then they're going to eat something with clean ingredients and a very short ingredients list, even if it is processed, 
and they're going to be like, what is this? Because it's not going to taste like what they're used to. Mm -hmm. This is why home cooking, you know, it's like very short ingredient list when you are buying processed things. These are all like really important ways to start your kids off the right way. Get yourself back on track. So many of us get, you know, fall off track too, but I don't even think of it at this point like a diet it's like everything ebbs and flows so some days you're gonna have days where like maybe you didn't eat as well as you did the day before but don't go back and beat yourself up you're not gonna change that you already ate it but make better choices the next day think about think about it be intentional be mindful make those right choices and sometimes you're sometimes you're gonna disappoint yourself (laughs) and that's fine but it's a lifestyle it's not a diet yeah, and so don't put yourself on a diet. That's right. like really like it. Like don't do keto and then fall off keto and then be pissed at yourself. And also right. eat all the things because you weren't allowed to have all the things. Exactly. Like what are you doing? Either you know? um, so many people do these bad diets like for I think more so like they want to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about their health when the reality is like. 30 years from now, you're not still going to be on keto. There's no way. You might still be on a lower carb diet. That's fine. But your body needs carbs. It's a macronutrient. This is like a crucial pinpoint for your energy and, you know, your reasons of how you feel certain ways. You need carbs in your life. If you're on such a a strict diet, more than likely you're going to end up falling off of it and binge eating all the things that you didn't have, which is worse mm-hmm. then you're gonna just feel totally crappy oh my god yeah um terrible like binge eating drains your energy levels yeah. it has to do with like guilt and shame that yeah exactly it. it's like the worst way to try to like fill a void yeah. and whether your void is your carb void or your emotional void yes. like yes you binge eat, you're gonna feel terrible like you're you're gonna be sluggish like right. it's, it's the worst way to you know treat your body like like you're not gonna like take your car over to the gas station yes. and overfill it. Oh my gosh, I always right? say this. Everyone loves their cars. Like yeah. we're in a place where like people are pumped about their brand new car. They yeah. keep it so clean. They vacuum it. Some people won't even go to certain gas stations. Yeah. But yeah, you'll go to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So please tell me how that makes sense. Like you're not putting certain gas in your car because you're worried what it's gonna do to your car, which mm-hmm. could be replaced. And it will eventually be replaced, but what about your body? Like you're going to McDonald's, you know, religiously or once a week or whatever it is, and you're constantly putting poison in your body or you're drinking soda, you're giving your kids soda. Mm-hmm. I can't wrap my head around that. It makes no sense, but you won't put bad gas in your car. Yeah. So, but that goes into a mindset of like almost you care more about material things than you do about connecting to your true self and how you truly feel. And once you connect to yourself and you tune into your body and how it's feeling, you won't continue to make those bad choices. And yeah. you will make the choices intentionally. If you want that brownie, if you want that ice cream, you're, you're doing it as a fun treat. You're not doing it, like I said before, in auto head. Yeah. I, it's also just bad because of our culture, right? Kids are raised on commercials, it's you know? It so, hurts me. It hurts. It hurts. I can't even watch it. Why is that the standard? That There's a standard American diet, but then there's a standard American kids diet. And these things like SAD, standard American diet, sad. It is sad. Mm-hmm. It makes me sad. It makes me sad that the norm 
is what it is, and it's usually boxed crap. So many people are like, well, my kid doesn't eat that. Well, your kid doesn't eat that either because you don't eat it and you're eating crap or you're not trying to give it to them. And now, mind you, there are some people who can't afford to eat organic and eat all of these things. But a lot of eating a, like a vegetarian or a plant-based diet is definitely cheaper than eating meat, <laughs> you know? And frozen fruits and veggies go such a long way. This is a really important thing. They're usually less expensive. They're picked and packed when the nutrients are at prime right. Everything will be super vital. You know, you're getting the most out of those fruits and veggies as you can. My main thing is wild blueberries. I love them. Yum. And it's $13 yeah. for a three-pound bag. Sometimes it's $10. And it will go a long way. And those have the most antioxidants. Yeah. You know, and phytonutrients that you could find really in any fruit. Whereas, like, you're looking at a small pint of organic blueberries for $5.99 that you'll eat in one sitting. Mm. So look, don't be scared of the frozen section. That's a great way to be thrifty if you're trying to save some money. Mm-hmm. Um, eating a lot of this stuff doesn't have to be overwhelmingly expensive. And I definitely always come up with options of like budgeting and still trying to eat healthy and still continuing that. It doesn't, I think people are scared when they think like, healthy is expensive, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. The fancy bars and the fancy, mm. you know, packaged things. Yeah, that's going to be pricey, but you don't need that. That's not That's not what they need, you know, hundreds of years ago. Like, we need plants. Yeah, yeah. And what I loved about the farmer's market, the one that I went to on Saturday, was, you know, there were people in the community that were getting healthy options, things that weren't grown on farms, things that are seasonal, local and I love seeing that because it's like okay this isn't whole food I I did trust that the farmers were growing the things the right way and actually most of them are so in yeah this area, I've inquired and I know a lot of the local people just from the field that I'm in yeah and you're always gonna find that if they do use pesticides it is not nearly as toxic or as many pesticides as Stuff that you're going to buy in the supermarket. Yeah. I also really like eating with the seasons. I know yeah. some people that are big on that. And I'm huge on that. Yeah. And I love it. And I think it's so important that like, okay, you know, during the summer, there's certain fruits and vegetables that are available and you should be like eating that because it's, it's warmer out. It kind of goes hand in hand. Like today I was just dying for watermelon mm-hmm. and berries. Yeah. It's so good. You know, that's what, that's what's here right now. Mm-hmm. But then the second November comes, Give me all of the butternut squash. Yes. And that's what yep. is seasonal. And that goes back to us as like our baseline. Uh, we were even saying before, like our baseline is present and intentional mm-hmm. and aware. And our baseline is also eating what is right there in that moment, like for us. I mean, nature doesn't, nature doesn't mess around. <laughs> yeah. Nature is so intelligent, but yes. You know, if we tap into that too, we have this intelligence where we know what to eat, we know when to stop eating, and we know, like, that we need sleep. We know these things, but it's also just, like, cultural things that we're constantly fighting, I feel like. Yeah, I think so too, and I think just um, the pressure or the what we hear other people say, like what yeah. we were saying about the diets. I think a lot of people hear like, oh, I heard she got a six pack because she was on keto. Well, maybe she has a six pack, but like, how is she actually feeling and how will she be feeling in a year? And I'm not knocking specifically keto. I'm just saying any of these fad diets, they're not, that isn't our baseline. Like our baseline is to eat a whole 
whole foods, well-rounded diet with a little bit of everything and not to be so strict or obsessive. I think when you're eating mindfully, really enjoying and paying attention to what you're eating, smelling what you're eating, slowing down while you're eating, chew your food, chew it. We're not eating through a race. Let's take it slow. Let's like really enjoy this. And in other countries, they take their time. Like in Italy, in Spain, you know that they are not rushing through meals. They're taking their time. They're chewing every bite. They're enjoying it. When we rush through what we're eating and like inhale our food, it doesn't even give our belly time to tell us like, hey, I'm full. Absolutely. That's a major part of why, you know, you're going to also have that energy crash or you're going to gain weight. Yeah. It, it makes me so sad to think about like the work culture where people are so busy working and they're not slowing down to eat their food. They're eating their lunch at their computer or they're standing and eating or, you know, and that's why they normalize these things like bars and shakes because, you know, don't make yourself a meal because you don't have the time to, but right. then also eat these like supplement things that are, you know, manufactured and, and I don't care, you know, sometimes you just have to be honest. Like, yes, there are some bars that are very convenient. I've never felt like a bar was a meal, of you know? No, me either. It's a good, like nice snack. Mm-hmm. Or like if you're literally pressed for time and you really can't eat anything else and you feel like, oh, I'm getting hangry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but at that point, I'd love to reach for fruit too. We're also living in a culture where fruit is frowned upon and that kills me because there are so many micronutrients that our bodies need. Yeah. And fiber. Mm-hmm. A lot of Americans are not getting enough fiber and that is so crucial to everything overall. Um, but instead of a bar, like sometimes I'll grab, I'm not afraid of the banana. And apples are awesome. Like they give you a little energy boost. So if like you need something at three o'clock, like an apple with any kind of nut or seed butter is so like what a nice snack. Rather yeah. than I mean a, a bar is easier to eat if you're driving, but a lot of us aren't even commuting as much anymore. So now we can take that time and we should take that time. That's like a gift. I feel like my husband not commuting right now is truly a gift. And he yeah. he feels so great and He's lost so much weight this quarantine because he has been able to eat presently. Our culture of work eating and lunch hour eating at our desk Mm -hmm. is so bad because some people don't even look down at their food. Yeah. Oh, I kind of hate when I eat and I'm working at the same time. I tell you like, okay, some things like I definitely know are off. Like when I watch too much Netflix or whatever, I know it's off and I just have to listen. And the same, like, kind of reminders pop up when I'm eating and I'm working. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not even, like, pacing this. Like, this, this yeah. doesn't feel good. Like, I, I have to put this away. I'm not enjoying this experience. Yeah. And I'm not present for it. If you realize if you're not being present and you're not enjoying and you're not getting something out of the experience, red flag. And it should always be, we're lucky to be able to eat. We're lucky. There are a lot of people who don't have that luxury and I think gratitude is also another factor in our just overall well-being and it's part of that puzzle of our holistic health and but being grateful for food part of that like don't disrespect your meal and not pay attention to it what a waste of like me having this awesome food you know it's so nice to just actually sit and look at your food and actually appreciate where it came from 
there are so many details in food. And as someone who cooks, I could tell you firsthand, it might look like, oh, this was super easy to throw together. And sometimes it is, mm -hmm. but sometimes I put so much thought and effort into that. Yeah. How dare I rush through it? Even going out to the store to buy these things, that's not easy. Yeah, I'm not one that likes to shop. I love a farmer's market and I love something like that. But even like a grocery store, I take on the energy of everything around me. So it's bad. Like I, I need to be in and out. Otherwise, my energy level is like, quickly depleting. I feel like at one point I would go to the, before I knew that this was something that impacted me in a bad way, like shopping. If I went to a mall, say, and oh I went home and like, I just felt weird, but I never knew what that weird feeling was. Yeah. And now I'm totally attuned. Yeah. But I just hope other people out there start paying attention to these little red flags and how they feel from food to how you socialize mm -hmm. to how you sleep. All of these little factors truly impact how we feel. Yeah, but like I was thinking of so many things where you're talking, and like one of the things, like knowing yourself, like knowing yourself is wisdom. If you want real wisdom, know yourself. Know what you like, know what you don't like, have your boundaries, know what you tolerate, yes. know what is healthy. That's like a core thing that maybe some people lose because life just keeps happening and things are so quick, like we said, and like, we don't take time to slow down and realize the things like, Hey, this isn't really something I like. Why am I doing this? Luckily, you know this about yourself and like, not everybody advocates for themselves either. Like not everybody is like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, maybe I should stop doing this because it really drains me. A lot of what is going on is just autopilot. I don't go through full days of autopilot yeah. because I'm, I woke up, you know, like I'm aware I yeah. know what the hell is happening in my mind and my body. But there are definitely moments where I'm like, Oh, Christy, like, no, stop. You don't need to text these people right now. Like, mm -hmm. Get off your phone and think about what's happening. I reel myself back in. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think a lot of us, like when it comes to food, we eat on autopilot, whether that's like, what we saw our parents eat, what they yeah. fed us. Like, yeah. we don't think twice. Because I even know, like, some families still give certain foods that they were given as kids. Yeah. And now we know so much better, but some people just don't, don't pay attention to the other options. So they just eat whatever they already know rather than learning. So I think, like you said, learning and evolving is so important. Yeah. And that's why I love to educate and to just drop like little bits of wisdom about eating, about nutrition, about lifestyle, because all of these things will help you live your best life and feel your best and come back to yourself. If you want to live a full life to your true potential, you have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of every aspect. Yeah, and don't make excuses either. I think that's really where people yes. get stuck too. Like, oh, my mom did it this way, or I don't have time, or whatever. Okay, well then, you're stuck. It's really hard for us in this field that we're in when people give excuses, because we're regular people. Do you think that it's easy to give my son these messy ass meals <laughs> that I'm literally scrubbing the floor how many times a day? No, it's not. It's definitely not. And I'm like, some days I want to be lazy about it, but I know his well-being comes before my wanting to be lazy about not feeding the floor. 
So no, it's not any easier for us. We just know that it's better. You know that saying, when you know better, you do better. Yeah. And sometimes we don't always know better and do better. I mean, I, I literally have had people say, well, I don't want to give that to my kid because he won't eat it. Well, you won't eat it or you won't. Or are you willing to create a habit? Are you willing right. to put the time, in? Yeah. the time in? Because it is an effort. And I'm it not is. knocking. Moms are super busy. It doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom, a working mom, in anything mom. Like, whatever you're doing, you're busy and you're tired. I know. I get it. But there has to be a point where, like, you want to at least try a little bit for your kid. Because you're only, like, the, the fact of being tired and you know, almost lazy about certain choices, you're only hurting yourself. It is, it is a lifestyle and it is a work in progress. And it is small steps that lead to the biggest changes. Yeah. Your life is not going to turn over for the better overnight. You know, you have to work towards that. It doesn't just happen. Like sometimes I think the universe guides you strongly. Oh yeah, always. Like, like, no, yeah, always. Yeah, you're guided for sure. I also think a lot of people just don't have like a belief system where they feel like they're supported, and that's like a whole other topic. But you are supported, but you you can't be lazy. So it has to be this this co-create kind of thing where. If you want something bad enough, the universe is going to show up and it's going to have your back, but you also you have, have to action. do the action work. Exactly. If you're not consciously working towards your goals as well, like it's not going to happen. No, of course not. Whether your goal is in your business or whether your goal is to get your kids to eat broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, kids are also not robots. Like humans are not robots. We all have our own taste buds and like what we like. But the fact is for ourselves, we all need to be exploring better options. Once you commit to yourself, don't let yourself down. Yeah. Do not let yourself down. Make yeah. these choices for you. And then everything else will be that virtuous cycle. So I love to think about, like, when we were talking about the gut brain health, like how it could be a vicious cycle when you're feeling it bad. But that virtuous cycle should be your life when you're making good, positive choices and changes. Better things will happen. Better things will come. Yeah. And, like, also, you're worth committing to. I think yes. a lot of people struggle with that the most, that they don't yeah. feel right. like they're worth it. It's all stemming from our belief system and our mind. Yeah. And it's, it's like a hard nut to crack, but you have to love yourself. It all starts with like some type of appreciation for yourself and belief that you're worth doing the work and committing. Where do you think that comes from? the self-love aspect. Like, oh my gosh, there's yeah. So much, there's so much that goes into that. And I there think, is. I mean, we're all, I know that no one could say that they're not, uh, like you're always, even people who have like full awareness and understanding of self-love and are compassionate with themselves, we all know like we want to do better, right? It is. So this is like the hardest work that I think we have to do as humans because yes. You know, some people grow up and their parents shape their idea of self-love or their peers shape their idea of self-love. And it's like all these different types of patterns and programs that we take in and it usually doesn't serve us. Like there's, it's very rare that somebody is not going to have some 
random thing that happened when they were a kid that they need to heal from. The idea of like an inner child is a thing, oh, right? Oh, and like someone I listened to that podcast I was talking to, Melissa Emerson, she she always says in her podcast that she has a picture of herself next to her bed as a child. I think that inner child is not something that we a lot of us pay attention to, and it's definitely not something that I paid attention to until recently. Mm-hmm. And especially now that I have a kid, mm-hmm. I will hug all the kids. Like let's yeah. make, let's lift them up. Yeah, but that starts with it healing yourself. Like sometimes you just have to go back to that. Yeah, and those wounds and the trauma because there are little things that maybe you would think like, oh well, there are worse things that could have happened. Mm-hmm. But no, don't don't downplay like things that you're still healing from. Yeah, validate your trauma. Yes. Your trauma is valid. I don't care if you got bullied and you you don't think that's the same as sex trafficking. It's exactly. not. No. But it's your trauma. That's and your it's trauma. still exactly. trauma. So understand your wounds and have enough courage to heal them. They have to become aware. Yes, yeah, that's so true. I think that's like that. <laughs> the awareness and mindfulness aspect is key to the forefront of just feeling better and living well and being well, mind, body, and soul, all of these things play play together and they're really an important part of your overall health. I'm so curious. What do you think is next for you? I know it's going to be a lot of educational stuff and coaching. Yeah. I want to come up with some programs that could really make an impact. So I did this um, program with the business coach and she was just amazing. But the number one takeaway that I had from this was the women that I met in this group and that energy. They're not my besties and they're not my family. But these people literally will support every question that I have. You feel supported and heard. And I want people to feel that way about their life and like how they're living their like through that health and wellness aspect. So I think so many people hear about diets and they hear, or they, there's a lot of misleading and extremes out there. Misleading info, extreme dieting, but that is not the key to living a balanced, healthy, happy life. People, if you want to feel happy, your health is first and foremost, in my opinion. I agree. Your mental health, your physical health, these need to be paid attention to. And for me, it's like food is my specialty. And that is something I've always been passionate about. I love food. I always love to eat, but I didn't always eat the right way. And I wasn't feeling good. When I was in my early 20s, I was not feeling good. Like looking back, I had severe anxiety and panic attacks. I would just my heart would race all the time. I thought I had heart disease at one point because my anxiety was so bad. I was not at all in tune with my body. I became a vegetarian at like, I think I was 18 and I didn't do it for health reasons. I did it more for like, I didn't want to eat meat. Like I didn't feel like I wanted to put that in my body, but not because I didn't think it was healthy. I just didn't. I was almost worse out by it. But I never thought like, well, Chrissy, you're cutting all this stuff out. How are you replacing what you're losing? Like B vitamins, protein, yeah. iron, all of those things. Yeah. And I was tired all the time. I had anxiety all the time. My immune system was so weak. I got sick all of the time. Also, I was at that age where like my friends were first. Like I went out and, you know, I hung out with my friends and then, you know, we went to bars and then I was eating crappy food and I wasn't sleeping. And now I look back and I'm like, 
oh, that's why you felt so bad. It yeah. wasn't a choice one day that I woke up and I said, yeah, I'm going to change my life and be better. I went through like a, a kind of like big change in my mid twenties, as far as like my social network and I went through a breakup and I started hanging out with someone who we started doing a lot of positive things together just naturally. And we started working out and going to a gym together. And I started hanging out with this one friend who like, we did a lot of positive, like a lot of creative things, Mm -hmm. more expansive conversations. It wasn't about like, let's go out and party. It was about like, oh, let's go to this awesome class together, like at this fitness studio. And also like, what are some cool business ideas we have? Mm -hmm. And she, um, she definitely brought me back to a place which like, I feel like I could cry because I don't even know if she knows this, but she brought me back to a place looking back like of where I should be. Like she sparked that change in me. Hindsight is 2020. Like I was making all these awesome changes, but in the moment, it was just what was unfolding. Like we said, like we said, the universe will guide you and you're not even aware of it sometimes. And like, you're just making these changes with the universe and things are cool and things are getting better. And then I started to feel a lot happier and I got sick a lot less. Now, like, so fast forward, I started to really make this my lifestyle. And then I became a health coach because I was like, I want to help other people do this. And then I started cooking a ton and I started replacing everything that I was missing through the meat, like hardcore with plant-based stuff and you know I'm not totally vegan I eat salmon and I eat some things but that's what works for me some mm-hmm. people do what works for them but regardless we all need to be paying attention to make sure we're getting everything that we need yeah. but now I can say like I'm the happiest and healthiest I've ever been so this is why we do what we do and yeah. this is my why because I know like I grew so much like from the time when I was in my late teens and now I'm in my early 30s and like this has been a journey. This has not yeah. been like a one time you eat a healthy meal and you're better. Like this has been a lot of like ice cream in between those moments and a lot of like, oh, I don't want to wake up to run, but I'm forcing myself to do it because I know when I am tired and I force myself to do the workout, there are sometimes where I couldn't thank myself more. And it's like yeah. the best self-love and self-care it's I could so have true. ever given because like, my husband thinks I'm crazy, but the days that, like, Jack doesn't have the best night's sleep and I'm tired, I'm like, I have to go for a walk. High energy is what does it for me. Everyone's body is different. Everyone needs different things at different times. All of these things really just help shape you. And that's why I wanted to be a health coach because I know it isn't about one diet. It isn't about extremes. It is about incorporating all of these little things into your life, into your day, every day small steps that will improve your life and all of those things will attract better and more abundant notice your freaking energy levels because if you're not choosing things that light you up like that's gonna be what your life is like yeah and and so it's really great that you are really conscious of your decisions because I do think when we follow our joy and we follow our bliss, like it's very, very much. Those words make me feel happy. <laughs> that is a big why for this podcast. I knew like it lit me up. It lit me up. It makes me so happy yeah, for you. That's yeah. just sometimes the passion will eat you alive. Like that's a quote that I've heard before because 
when you're really lit up about something and you just ignore it and you put it down and you put it down, like it does force you to do these certain things. Yeah. You can't sit with passion. It's a fire under you, literally. Mm-hmm. And I hope that everybody could find what they're passionate about. And I think a lot of the ways to find what you're passionate about is to be still with yourself mm-hmm. and fuel yourself the right way and take care of yourself mm-hmm. because a lot of us are too busy and too sick and too like inflammation A to Z to even care about anything other than other than that. People don't realize that they are feeling sick. They think that's the norm. This is how they could feel. Oh, I hate that. Stop um, normalizing feeling, feeling like, like crap. crap. Yeah. yeah. Please stop. Like stop saying, oh, well, everybody has yeah. like gastro issues. Right. No, oh. you have gastro issues for a reason and you yeah. should pay attention. Before I started to feel the most recent like state of burnout that I was in and unhappiness, I was feeling just miserable and I am not, I'm very action oriented. Yeah. So it was hard for me to like feel that way. But then the pandemic forced me to slow down and I definitely, I'm not like, no one's perfect, right? We all have our things. One thing I'm very guilty of is getting busy and like having a lot going on. So I think I benefited a lot from being forced to slow down because I knew, wow, I feel happy when I slow down, which I knew already from yoga, but this was on a bigger scale. This was on a more whole life approach. And I'm like, I can't be doing something and living a certain way and feeling tired, depressed, anxious, but yet being a health coach for other people. Yeah, The change has to come from me first before I could actually, you know, practice what I preach. So the reason I made these changes was because burnout is just as bad as eating McDonald's. Burnout's like worse. I it think is. the emotional yeah. toll it takes on you. Exactly. In that book that's sitting on my coffee table, The Wisdom of Anxiety, she talks about, oh, I know someone who read this. It's good. But one of the things that really was a good, like, takeaway was your anxiety, like, happens when you're ignoring your feelings you're not sitting with the feelings you need to feel you know what are you really feeling are you feeling like empty because you're not filled anymore are you feeling like a certain way and you're not paying attention so then the anxiety creeps up on you right it's good to be aware it all comes back to awareness and learning these things and and the self-awareness like keep discovering things about yourself and your body Mm -hmm. and your mood yeah it's tedious, but keeping a journal just to take note, like, oh, when I do this, this, and this, like, I'm rocking, I'm feeling great. Yeah. When I do this, this, and that, no, I'm not feeling my best. Like, we all like to go out to eat every now and again, but there are certain places where I'm like, I feel like the like the wet mop that I'm like, I, I can't go there. Like, I just know I'm going to feel like crap. I know for me, like, those are triggers for making me feel bad. And, you know, while, what is it, is it worth it? No, not even guilt. Like, physically, feel, like, if I oh, for some, sure. you know, like, you just won't feel good. So, yeah, it doesn't do it for me. Like, I love to enjoy wine or, like, even some beer, like, relaxing, having a couple. But, like, that's it. Like, yeah. I don't enjoy getting drunk like that. I just yeah. really don't. But for some people, like, that's what they want to do. But maybe they're not feeling good all the time. But Okay, well, check those nights. Yeah, like, what are you escaping from? Exactly. You know? For sometimes I feel, like, 
guilty to be the person oh, who's yes. like, yeah. oh, I don't want to do that. But I like, am. God bless you for advocating for yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you don't advocate for, for yourself, no one will advocate. Exactly. So yeah. you have to do those things. And I, I'm, I'm like getting more comfortable with doing that because I don't want to feel like shit, you no, know? No, exactly. And I'm aware and I know this stuff. It really comes back to like that self-care thing. Like, okay, when you do love yourself, you feel strong enough to say like, yeah, this isn't for me. I never knew how to say no. <laughs> <laughs> and then... In the more recent years, I learned how to say no. Yeah. Wow, I'm happier. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think, I forgot who said it. I think maybe Tim Ferriss, but if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Yeah, so agree with that. <laughs> I repost that every so often yeah. like on Instagram. I know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. But like, if that's a take home right now, I just want to say it again. Like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Yeah. Because I just, I think a lot of our problems stem from, you know, people pleasing, whatever. Whatever you absorb from the way you were raised and whatever patterns aren't serving you, get aware of them and then break them down get and, aware and build the new patterns that are going to serve you. Whether that's like every holiday, <laughs> this is one for me, like just random occasions in my family, you, everyone's getting diabetes at this point. <laughs> that's how I feel. I'm like, it's not something to joke about, but it really is true. Like it's that typical Italian mindset. No one older than me in my family, no one looks healthy and radiant. Like this is hard to say. and like, it sounds harsh, but it is truly how I feel. I don't want to be 70 years old and can't move around. Yet. I want to be able to move. I, I think like when I started hosting holidays, it was weird for some people in my family because I don't keep soda in my house. I refuse to support that industry. It is poison. Yeah, It's just as bad as moving syrup. So I think like for some people going from some people in my family going from like those patterns of like, this is what we do at holidays. We binge eat and we eat shitty food. There are patterns mentally, but then there are also like actual tangible patterns that I'm not supporting. I'm not going to sit there and eat till I'm sick and eat all of this bad stuff just because it's Christmas. Overeating junk and like, you know, bad carbs and processed cheese and sugary drinks that is toxic. That is a toxic behavior. It's for some people in my family and many other families, maybe that equals a tradition and a memory and a comfort, but, but it's okay to be out of your comfort zone and try new What I'm really learning about now is just like this whole breaking the cycle of this, yeah. of this shit that doesn't work anymore. So like for me, it's a lot more in like the emotional spaces. Like I see the cycles of, you know, be a good mom or be a good woman or be a whatever like so for me like a lot of the cycle breaking is there but of course it's also with the food like stop giving your kids crappy food and complaining they have ADD right or like that they don't yeah. they get sick like a lot of people worry that they give their kid like oh my kid won't eat veggies well okay well let's start with fruit it doesn't have to be harsh we could give yeah. them fruit starts fruit has a ton of benefits and it has fiber which is great for their gut health Mm-hmm. If their gut's not in line, they're also going to get sick and they're also probably going to have some attention issues because like we were saying before, with the gut-brain connection, yeah. for kids, it shows up in that way. There are so many books out there at this point that talk about the connection between nutrition 
and how your brain is functioning. So at least make yourself aware that there's better choices out there that could really support. We're all different. So just understand what you need and adapt accordingly. Exactly. We're not all starting from the same place. Start exactly where you are right now. If that means tomorrow you don't have three sodas, you have two sodas, that's where you're starting. Progress. And yeah. that's progress, exactly. And also don't shame yourself. Mm-hmm. We have to love ourselves and also respect that, like, we're not perfect. I would never tell you, Rachel, like, oh, why would you do that? Like, you're such a bad person for doing that. Mm-hmm. Don't tell yourself we all make decisions that aren't perfect so many people want to do these extremes and overnight things and like they want to lose 20 pounds in 10 days and you know have that six pack or blah 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 I'm like no like slow the f down yeah and stop buying into everything you see yeah. like don't buy into yeah. it where's your source you know where's it coming from if it's coming from tv you don't think there's ad dollars behind that of course and like i said if some people are starting with like a horrible diet full of fast food and lots of soda okay recognize that like yeah it's not good but tomorrow you're going to do a little bit better just a little bit better mm-hmm. cook one meal for yourself yeah you know start where you are start sure. where you are that's exactly it and i think if that's like one takeaway in any any conversation i have with clients that i coach anyone who wants to make better choices in their life start where you are no one is better than you no one has it easy like some people have more money than you maybe but no one necessarily has it easier yeah yeah don't discredit your effort either exactly yeah and if your effort is cutting down one cigarette tomorrow one coke tomorrow or going for that run tomorrow if that's your effort everyone's effort is going to be a little bit different but please you're not going to be like a marathon runner if you never start yeah like nutrition is my thing because I love food and food has always been like something really important to me. <laughs> I love trying new foods. I love so to cook. Fun. I want to be creative. It's fun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's my creative side. Yeah. But that's not the only side. The other parts of it are your mind and your spirit. How is your spirit? Are you checking in with yourself? It's also integrated. It really yes. is. Like I keep coming back to this. It's just so relevant. Don't think just because you do one thing, everything will work. Look at all the areas too. Totally. Like we said before, you start where you are. Any exercise is better than no exercise. Yeah, definitely. If you go outside for a six minute walk, because that's what you have. And then you take three conscious breaths. Mm -hmm. Kudos to you because that's what you had time for. And that's what you did that day. But every day is different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like, just another point is just like go go with the flow sometimes too it's all fluid circumstances are always changing sometimes you you have more time than others and we just need to be conscious and mindful always that is one thing we could always do is be conscious and mindful yeah i agree i think that's something that people can try to integrate into their life a little more is just that consciousness and that mindfulness piece yeah it's so helpful it really is like you know like what your body needs as far as food or sleep or exercise or connection all of these things yeah so um where can everyone find you for now i know you have some things like in flux yeah transitioning a little bit but 
I have my Instagram, which is dishywell, D-I-S-H-Y-O-U-W-E-L-L. Um, that's where I put up like some recipes and tips, but then I also have my website, thedishywell.com. And then my email is on my Instagram. So you can always email me or DM any questions, but I'm putting up new workshops and different fun things like for food and just that holistic lifestyle programs to help people. And that stuff will be coming up in the fall. So yeah, fun things. I love it. And I really love your Instagram. I said this to you before, but... You guys should follow it. There's all this yummy food. And, it, and like, you can clearly hear Chrissy's passion. And I always tell people, like, go with the passionate people. Yeah, they, I love that. Yeah, because, like, they're the best people to work with. If you see people who are passionate about the work they do, yeah, it comes through. And it's just such a good experience. Like, Thank you. for me personally, just listening to you, like, I want to check out your workshop. Like, I'm so excited by your passion. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe I sound like that annoying, happy person, but I'm not always happy. I have my moods too, and I have my moments, but at the end of the day, like, we are, this is a gift. Like, this is a true gift. There's so many amazing things that we could be doing, and we all really have that in us to do. So, yeah, I want to help people get there. And that's why you're the way you are. It's not like you haven't suffered or struggled, you know? You just learn. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Same here. And I love this podcast. Hey, friend. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Solutions Podcast. For more episodes just like this, be sure to subscribe. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Solutions Pod. Thanks again for listening and be sure to check out our next episode.